We've got some friends. Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And today, finding your full potential while on an eight hour work week. That sounds fun. That uh, sounds like your alley. I know, I know. Like this what, is like how, why you started to do this. Wh- not gonna lie, when we met today's guest, I was very excited because I'm like, <laughs> oh man, like I can relate to this we guy. Need, He's we so need cool. all the secrets. I know. I, I, know I do need to there's know. There's the so secrets. much more to this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. This, this hook ooh. doesn't make justice to what's about to come. I know. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Fancy question. Yes. I got a question for you. Do we have a sponsor oh, today? <laughs> I knew that was the question you were about to mention. Damn. And indeed we do. And it is your own Biz Bros with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content mm-hmm. Momentum? Well, if you produce long-form content just like this one that you're listening to oh. or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets. That's great. Right? So then you can send it to social media and get yourself Ooh. some new clients. We are here to help you. So that's right, guys. Slide that's in the right. DMs Ooh. at Beast Bros Co. Wow, <clears throat> you got this at Beast Bros Co. <laughs> on Facebook, on Instagram. We want to help you out, guys. Ooh, beautiful guys. Thank you, Fancy. That was yeah. that, that was Gucci Gucci. Appreciate it. And uh, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursdays, and. Saturdays and follow us on social media <laughs> Abby's Roscoe. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful, mm. which I am sure you will, please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. Woo. Thank you. In studio podcast alert. That is right. Today we have our third guest right here with us. And you are in for a treat. We met him for the first time through Potmax, and later we found out he is part of an awesome accountability group that we joined a few weeks ago. You could say it was meant to be. Indeed, I mm. think it was meant to be. I'm just going to throw this out there. Three in-studio podcast guests already. Yeah, man. Joe Rogan, you better watch out. We're mm. coming for you. Mm-mm-mm. Joe design. Today's guest is incredible, and he's here to help you stop living by other people's scripts and Ooh. expectations. Yes, right down my alley. This is going to be amazing. I'm that, so ready. That's right. Today's guest is here to inspire you and transcend and evolve to your highest human potential using exactly what you already have. You. Not only that, he's a successful owner of Create Studios, a digital marketing agency, and Converge, a community for young entrepreneurs. Hmm. Pretty impressive <laughs> stuff. I'm so excited to hop into this conversation. Please welcome hmm. agency owner, truth seeker, and a really cool dude, Jeff Ben. Yeah. Jeff, I'm so excited, man, dude! Wow, look at that! Look at that! Look at that entry! Let's go! Good, boys. Feel the vibes. It's good, right? Yeah. No caffeine needed here. <laughs> no caffeine needed. Is yeah. this you or me? I stole it. Oh, okay. Well, all you. All <laughs> you then. I have to clear my throat. I just, <laughs> Love it. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I drink? nailed it. Right. <laughs> now, now I got to change my mic this well, way so I can I can face the awesome guest that we have today, Jeff. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank yeah. you. Dude, I'm, Jeff, I'm first of all, here. thank you so much for, for coming. I mean, I think like this is becoming a trend now and we need to have a mini cooler with drinks. 
You do. That is the biggest lesson. Yes, that is. Well, that is the first lesson of <laughs> that today. That is the first is lesson. To have a mini today. fridge right here in the corner. <laughs> you may have to clear your throat. I know. You just have to. <clears throat> too yeah, much true. Too much of that. Uh, we might have some water in here, so you know, I'll, I'll just go in and out if you, if you ever need it. Just let me know. But dude, <laughs> thank you, man. Like this is so exciting. Like we've been connecting with people in town, and uh, and thank you for being here and and sharing your knowledge. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so for those listening right now, and they're asking themselves, who is this awesome dude called Jeff, right, that they heard all about in the intro, which I am 100% responsible for falling short in that intro because <laughs> as I was writing stuff, I'm like, man, like all the things that I want to say about you, I cannot just fit them in here. So who's Jeff? Well, congratulations on the intro. I, I hate it when things are wrong and I'm like, I correct them when I stand up here. So yeah, so Jeff is basically this. I, I followed a pretty traditional route. So we're here in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. We have the beautiful University of North Florida. So I've yeah. always been Swoop. a flaming creative, right? <laughs> so I, I started playing music at six years old, piano, wow. got into guitar, got into singing, uh, led a, while, a lot of worship at church. So I played music yeah. in church forever, pretty much professionally, but went that traditional route, got a computer science degree, minored in graphic design, and got a job yeah. at a corporate municipality. So the company that did the water, the wastewater, all that. And it was a great job. There's like 2,000 people. I had a true pension when I started. So here I am in my, mm. my early 20s, just after graduating, like a straight pension. Meaning if I stayed there 30 years, yeah. you know, I'd be in my early 50s and retire and have 80% of my salary for life just to check. <laughs> and that's like the, the traditional dream, right? Yeah. And I got there and it was kind of good. There was 2,000 people. I was in the IT department, which was 200. But I just got really bored after about six and a half years. Wow. And that was before work from home was a big thing, right? Yeah. So here I am. I live right by the beach. I live surfing. And I had to drive like 40 minutes every day. And uh, when springtime came, I get in the car. There's no way to just like be like, hey, I'm going to come in at 11 yeah. or, or do whatever. And more than that, if you work at a corporate job, people waste a lot of time, right? <laughs> and, and I like work, but I, when I'm working, I want to work. I just don't want to yeah. have to hang around for nine hours. So yeah. Yeah, I just got really bored of it. And I had this epiphany, this mm. moment that caused me to leave after six and a half years. I did really good there. I got in the leadership team. There was about 10 leaders, um, 200 people IT shop. Wow. And uh, I just looked across the table at this guy. He's awesome. He was, yeah. he was my senior, and he made just a little bit more money than me. And it was this old bureaucratic civil service city type <laughs> building. I just had this moment. I love these people. I still talk to the, the CIO. She was a CIO for 15 years. Still talk yeah. to her to this day. But I was just like, man, I got to do this for like another like 26 years. <laughs> and I just had this sinking feeling inside. And yeah. so for those of you listening, and you, you may be this person, if you're like me or it may be one of your friends, but, you know, you get the Sunday scaries. You know, the weekend yeah. starts and you get to escape and maybe you leave early Friday, right? 3.50 yeah. p.m. and you're out of there. But, you know, Saturday comes around, you have that work thought or say you have a job where your boss texts you on the weekend. And yeah. man, that's a terrible feeling. And we spend so much time at work, you know. Yeah. So I really mm -hmm. just wanted control of my time and energy. And to wrap that story up mm -hmm. at that time, this was in 2005. Websites were really starting to, to yeah. kick, right? So it was really websites. And I was like, man, I want to go out and do projects that finish. You know, I want control of my time, and I, I just gave it a go. Mm. Yeah. And at the time, it was kind of risky because I, yeah. was, I was newly married, and I had a one-year-old. Wow. And I was the breadwinner, right? So <laughs> there's a little risk there. But here, that was wow. 2005, and here we yeah. are almost in 2021. And That's amazing, man. I'm just, I just want to point out the similarities in these stories with this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. He left his job yeah. last year with a one-year-old and married as <laughs> yeah, well, right? I, so that, I, think that, I think that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and uh, Katie what a was... coincidence. Yeah, when I left, Katie was full-time student, uh, 
doctor actually to to become a pharmacist right that you know we're knocking on wood she's doing amazing now uh but yeah it was a scary thought man like i i i completely identify with that side of the story because you know i was also in a job i i honestly i really enjoyed mm -hmm. that job uh but then external circumstances uh i was working like from 5 a.m all the way to like 6 p.m right or then sometimes from like 2 p.m all the way to 10 p.m like it was crazy schedule and uh you know katie came to me and she's like where's my husband like i don't see you you're all crappy all the time like you're like your mood is not what it needs to be like so that led me to make that decision right so internally like those things that that we like like for you as i want to control my time to a degree i also wanted to control my time but um i think you master it so you need to spill all the secrets because you know you're a few years ahead of us <laughs> slightly <laughs> slightly I, dude I'll, I'll, well, thank you so much for yeah, sharing that story it's man. been a hot minute <laughs> and what's funny is people think entrepreneurship's so risky right yeah. but check it out so mm. uh I have a, a couple of brother-in-laws, and they have those regional sales jobs where mm. they'll cover the southeast. Yeah. And guess what? When you're working for someone, you're just one corporate decision away or one bad boss away from losing your job. That sounds risky. And granted, like you that get severance risky. and this, that, and then you'll find in their job, it feels like, oh, entrepreneurship's so risky. I was like, we have 130 mm -hmm. customers right now. It's wow. unlikely. It's going to go from <laughs> 130 to zero. So actually, my job yeah. is more stable. And uh, as an entrepreneur, I actually have uh, two bosses. And if these two <laughs> bosses are happy, I'm good. And the bosses are cash flow, right? Because if you don't have money mm. in the bank or mm. access to money, yeah. you're going to die. And then sales. So if the sales forecast is looking good, and obviously we manage cash flow well, yeah. most of the other problems, if you're turning a profit, are solvable. So I focus on making sure more money's coming in, and yeah. making sure we're collecting on the money. And of course, the goal of a business is to turn a profit. Yeah. I, 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 sorry, Fonzie. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to highlight this: 130 clients. Awesome. Like, by, uh, write that down as goal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, done. Goal okay, sweet. 130. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's the first. Uh, a word that comes to mind is simplicity. You know, and and in the, mm. in a few calls that we've had with you together in this group, that's what you've expressed, right? You 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 kind of see above a lot of things, right? And yeah. then, but you simplify things. It's like, man, like my two bosses, right? Cash flow and was it sales, right? Sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Income and, income and like getting income collecting on the income. And collecting, right? So, and it's incredible. At the end of the day, you know, that that's the essence, right? After that, it's like, well, you know, there's different things and different aspects that we can look at to to see like how can that cash flow be continuous like month over month or whatever. Like you could get into details, right? But then you can put people in place into that. And, and it's incredible because last Tuesday when we have our we had our call, I was like, man, like the clarity on how you were expressing this, you know, to our point, obviously, you know, we're, we're growing our agency side uh, on the th on the side. And it's being like, man, like that's where we need to be. That's where, you know, the mindset. So yeah. how, how do you get there? Like when you started this entrepreneurship journey, did someone tell you this is how you need to do it? Or how, how was that? How was you know, that? I evolution? Did everything. And by the way, can I get some volume in here? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think that's the point. Let me know. Is that is that better? There we go. Yeah, awesome. There you, you go. There you go. <laughs> What's that? I was like listening to you guys muted. <laughs> it's like I got fingers in my ears. It's like, what is these guys saying? Yeah. They seem oh, like they're I'm screaming, but it's like you my yeah. secret talent. I, I, I just want to read that whole thing. I just want to put this out there. If by any chance you want a bench, you know, where you can like sit or lean in a I'll little do bit, some let me know. Push ups on let, the bench. Let me know. And get a little workout in. Wait, we can go get a Not workout as well, too. There you go. Stay standing. Yeah. When you make a sales call, actually, you should stand up and look in the mirror and like get your shoulders up before you call someone. That's 
that's a good. Because that's the good energy. When you walk in the room and you're feeling a little insecure, you just put your chin up a little bit. I love it. Not like cocky, right? You think yeah, oh, I'll yeah. put my chin up, yeah. and look down on people. But if you literally walk in a room, like we look down when we're insecure, but if you literally like put your shoulders back and just kind of look up and survey. All of a sudden, you just feel a little, little I do agree. There's actually this uh, one tip. I think it was from Tony Robbins that I heard a very long time ago that he called it like the power poses. And yeah. he said, literally, yeah. if you change your physiology, you can change your emotional state inside. So the days that you're feel, feeling like, you know, a little low and don't feel like that energetic, literally like <laughs> stand like this, like <laughs> posing like, yeah, like for like one minute. And you want to see Fonz's power pose? What's yeah. your power pose? My pose is like this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Clearly we have a ton of superhero themes out here in the in the studio. So <laughs> we've taken some inspiration from it. So, so, all right, so we, we, we had a little tangent in here, but Jeff, I want to go back to the, the main question that my brother was saying, right? Like that simplicity aspect. How do you learn it, right? I'm ex I'm extremely curious about it too, because yeah. when we started entrepreneurship or journey, it was like so many things were like, oh, running a business has to be complicated, and in <laughs> fact, it is not, and you are the living proof of it. Sure. So simplicity is one thing, but basically, when you start out on your own, like I I had a little bit of savings, you know, I could probably have yeah. lived for three months if I made zero dollars. So you know, you need to have a little pad, and my parents helped out a lot, so that was there and gave me a little confidence. But all I've done, really, honestly, is fire myself, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, the reason is this: some things you master and you get really yeah. good at, and then after a while, you hate them. <laughs> so check this out: I own a website, an online marketing agency, but I I can't stand like running a website project. I hate it. Yeah. I don't have to hear about it anymore. And that was kind of like a, an example of the first thing I got off my plate, right? So I was mm. doing it front to back. I was doing sales, doing a crappy job of invoicing, right? <laughs> when you all just suck at collecting money sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fonzie completely, like he does not do, he fired himself and then hired me to do that. <laughs> you, do, you gotta do good cop, bad cop and you can actually give it to a CPA. But yeah, yeah, you remember when you get your first job and say it's like $1,500 and it, and it feels like a bajillion dollars and, <laughs> yeah. and you just want to do anything for the customer. So you just lay out the red carpet and just get abused <laughs> along the way. It takes a while to break that mentality, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like when I went out on my own, $1,500 was huge. I was just like, oh my God. God, I'm going to be able to like pay the mortgage this month kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, that mentality only gets you so far. But all I've done is really sought to my fire, fire myself. So I was doing everything, right? I do like mm -hmm. sales. I do like connecting with people. I do love design. So I like graphic mm. design. It was pretty yeah. quick to design up a website in Photoshop. But the first one I got off my plate, just to give you an example of how you can remove yourself out of the business, was, was coding websites. Mm. So say I landed five websites and it's just me. A website at that time took about 30 hours to code. Wow. And I had a computer science degree, so I was totally capable of it, liked it. But, you know, I got to do sales. I got to do designs. I got to yeah. do support on the other five websites I finished the month before. So at some point, just doing one website would just eat up like three of the five days. And mind you, I never worked more than 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. Never. And the reason is this. Was that, that your, your rule? Yeah, and it, it was a rule. And just I don't like work that much. Yeah. Right? So why, why, what do I gain by working 60, 70 hours a week other than health issues and a bad social life? Yeah. Right? And it is actually proven scientifically that I think it's after like 40, 50 hours, your productivity just declines. Yeah. And it's like you're not doing anything. So I'm super focused and I can hit a good, back in those days, five mm -hmm. or six hours a day. So once again, I didn't want to work more than 40 hours because right now I could work 24 hours a day. I always have been able to. I always could. Like yeah. there's always been that amount of work. And I don't mean making money work, just like yeah. bills or organizing files, just all kind of work. So the work's always going to be endless. There's always things to do. So yeah. putting a cap on that and then looking at your work week and being like, what just drains my energy mm. and it could be something as simple as invoicing which yeah, frankly yeah, doesn't take that much time and guess what there's super affordable cpas 
and, and they're much more savage about asking for money because you're actually owed it. Right? Exactly, Your time yeah. and energy is worth something, so it's yeah. actually okay to ask for money. Yeah. But go back to the website thing. So here I landed five websites, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like three are due at once. It takes mm-hmm. 30 hours to code them, and then someone's calling about this, and then a little design change on that. So that's when I started down the journey of getting help. And that's probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest parts because, you know, it took utter control of mm-hmm. every detail to build the business. And then right now, my success is letting go. So it's funny. I've, like, climbed this mountain of Ooh. utter just iron fist control. And I, I don't mean I'm going to yell at someone, but it's going to be done right. Yeah. It's going to be done a certain way. But, you know, over time, you really got to learn to let the CPA do the invoices. And <laughs> yeah. if they don't do them the way you want or don't have the tone in the email the way you want, well, show them how you want the email worded instead of being like, yeah. I'm taking this back over. So I, I would yeah. say firing myself uh, from things I had mastered and was just sick of or Man. things that just – 30 hours, five websites, that's what, 150 hours. I don't have that. That's my wow. whole month just yeah. to code the sites, yeah. not even design them. I, I think a lot of people miss that last part. It's like, okay, you know, if I count what's going to take me to do this, right, and then you put it in perspective in your calendar, it's like, do I really do this, right? Because that's exactly what happened when we were first starting. We're like, we started uh, obviously with stickers, you know, I was telling you outside and then the screen printing and, and all this stuff. And then when we transition to digital and Fonzie was editing all these videos right like I was the front guy selling and then he's like dude stop like I cannot edit anymore right uh, or we need help right but but at the time the mentality was like uh, we don't really know how to hire anybody like it was just a starting point yeah. right and and now we're in a place where with the type of content that we produce same thing you know we had this conversation last month he's like dude sell sell sales right like systems and and you know in fact we, we ended up hiring some somebody to help us to build that system on the back end but to me because I'm on the operations side with the team, right? We're now testing capacities and testing like what they can do stuff. So I'm like, pull the brakes, give me give me like two more weeks so we can test this capacity, right? It's not me operating, but it, it, it is the team. But at the same time, it's like, how can we predictively grow so we can start plugging in people to execute, right? So was that also part of like your learning curve or yeah, was it? Yeah, so I, I always was like, Every business coach I ever got, which I highly recommend doing business coaching. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to plug that one people later that we talked about because that's the yeah. most affordable one. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, they're all like, oh, document all your processes before you start doing it. And I'm honestly pretty uh, get it done quick and free spirited. So <laughs> I had to get other people to document and they didn't like documenting as much as me. Yeah. So that's always been a challenge. But if, yeah. if you are a systems thinker, which many engineers are, go yeah. for it. But if you're a little more free-flowing, mm-hmm. fly by the seat of your pants, but have a plan. You just kind of got to get the right people around you and, and slowly grow into that. Because yeah. a lot of times you do a manual and you've already trained the person and then no one looks at it for six months and they quit and the next person comes in you're just like... And is they're so behind, yeah. it's like not even close to what you guys I wanted to go there. back to one other thing because someone's yep. uh, my, uh, mind's probably turning right now and they're like, man, I, w- I would hire the CPA but I can't afford it. Yeah. Mm. Right? Or I'd hire the coder but I can't afford it. And there's two easy ways to handle that. Mm. Um, one is just don't think month to month. Make a little investment and think ahead three months. Mm. And if the worst case scenario is paying a CPA $300, i.e. in three months, $300, $900 is going to break you. Well, take the risk and see if you can make it three months paying the CPA because my guess is you can. And then look at it like this too. I don't have $300 to spend. Well, your cash flow is so miserable because you can't collect. And yeah. the, the client asks for a discount and people just rattle your cage. That there's <laughs> so much stress is generated yeah. from not getting the money, from asking for the money that a $300 investment in a CPA 
is so worth it. So yeah. do a little trial. Put like a loss on it. I'm going to trade this stock, i.e. I'm going to buy the CPA, yeah. $300, three months, 900 bucks. I'm going to borrow it from my mom if I have to. I've done that before, yeah. mom and dad. Thank you. <laughs> and do that. You and then with that. the bigger ones, it's this. So coders uh, obviously um, are more expensive, right? Yeah. Paying someone, and they might not do it as fast as me. So I can do it in 30 hours, but it's still going to take me 10 hours to manage them. And the first time they do it, it might take 65. Yeah. Uh, but you can do things like go overseas because coding is kind of a commodity right now. Or yeah. guess what? You can raise your prices. <laughs> if you're doing that good to where you're yeah. delivering a good product, I'm sure there's a 10% price increase that you could do on the next customer and just fund that thing. Yeah. So hopefully it's mm-hmm. a wash. A lot of people are That's like, awesome. oh, yeah, I want to hire, 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 but I have no money. And it's like, well, you're never going to grow beyond your capacity. If it's Absolutely. you doing all of it, and then it gets old after a while. And that was really my primary motivation in getting people is I just got sick of stuff. It just became mm. miserable. Yeah. Wow. I, like, I just had a little epiphany here while you were saying this. Like, we are 100, <laughs> 120%, you know, yeah. agreeing with you and what you're saying right now. That is yeah. something that we discovered, which is, the difference between cost and investment, right? People usually see it as a cost when in fact it is an investment, right? You're investing this money in someone to get your time back so then you can produce, you know, keep producing inside of your business. And now I'm thinking, you know, within the ClickFunnels community, that that is very self-made business. Like you don't have to take on debt to build your business. That's, that's a lot of like the, the message, message yeah. um, you know, kind of like venture capital capitalist, uh, like it's not the way to go because <laughs> if you get, you know, that funding, you get a lot of debt and then it's that following that J curve. And what I'm seeing right now is, you know, it, 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 it is like a healthy balance with between the two. There's ways you can actually, you know, grow your business while at the same time investing this money to free your time and, and leverage that growth, if that, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and it's almost not even I was investing money. Let's just take round numbers. Let's just say I was doing a website for $5,000 and yeah. the coder cost 1000 That's not that much of a gap to cover, right? Yeah. So I could get more creative with other services I offer. Say I raise yeah. my rate on website support and get a little money in. So we're not even talking big dollars here to do that. Yeah. But um, Luis, you hit on something brilliant. Um, it, it, it costs to hire someone, but you guys have heard of the, the phrase opportunity cost. Yeah, right? ah, absolutely. So what is the opportunity cost when you don't hire a CPA and the opportunity cost and not hiring a $300 CPA Mm -hmm. is you're going to be stressed out. Your wife's going (laughs) to yell at you. You're going to like, I've literally swiped my credit card in the business to get money and to pay myself and pay the 3% fee. And guess what? That's pretty stressful. So if getting a CPA to write me up a little contract, you get me a little stricter on money. Like <laughs> if that's what I'm missing out on, then like, yeah, you always yeah. got to count the opportunity cost. And same when investing in advertising dollars or, you know, the quality of the podcast. If you already have a lot of listeners, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're missing out by not having better audio quality. So don't, don't him and Hall ever getting three mics, man, get the mics, make it sound better. And, and then your, 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 your podcast will go to a new place. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think personally, I like we've gone a lot better at this, like, uh, Quick story for you. I don't know. You know this about us, but when before COVID, it was us, right? Like March, us two, freelancing, 100%, right? Right. We invested in coaching. Like we were able to kind of dial down the service that we were offering because of that capacity. We had like 10 different things that we were doing at the same time. We couldn't scale. We couldn't like document anything. We couldn't hire anybody because we didn't know what we were going to hire for, right? And as soon as COVID happened, uh, the blessing was that our biggest client canceled, 80%. Yeah. 80% of our income overnight in a week 
in a day, pretty much, was like gone, right? So I go freak out, my phone, see, slap me in the face, and he goes like, "Dude, let's change perspective, right? Let, let's." Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the voice <laughs> of, of reason here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and uh, <gasps> I know, and we had like kind of like that wiggle room, like we had like I think it was like three months that you know we weren't gonna go bankrupt or like close doors, right? But my mind immediately went there, right? So he's like, "That's fine, dude. Like we've always talked about doing this show." Let's, let's start publishing, right? Because all our coaches, everybody that have been mentoring us has been, you guys have to publish, like throw it out there, right? So we're like, okay, sweet. You know, this is the investment. Like in our time, we, it, we were investing our time in that client that we weren't even too happy to fulfill for. And now let's do this, right? So we started doing it. And immediately, right, because this was consuming the time and creating relationships, I had to do the operational side and the money thing. So I was like doing QuickBooks and, you know, doing the whole thing. And I'm like, no. And then we connected with somebody in a thing and we delegated that side. I don't have any any other headaches on that. You know, they keep us accountable. They're like, why do you guys do this? Uh, Fonsi needs to stop drinking too much coffee. Uh, you know, like <laughs> that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Because it was me. I'm like, it's not and on me anymore. And they wisdom right? in that you don't have. Because exactly. guess what? CPAs are pretty good at managing money. Exactly. And there's general accounting practices. And I bet yeah. most of the audience, including me, like I get financial strategy, but <laughs> don't have me manage the books. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, when can I buy this iPad Pro? Bad question. Don't yeah. need it. Or, or, you know, the tax strategy. I think like yeah. that was like when we're about to do tax and then you know business are coming in because we're investing the time in the relationships in the show expressing our message and now we're about to hit nine people in the team right uh, which yeah. is incredible in in less than eight months after I, the one of the most scariest times right? yeah, how scary was it and Very. you brought up a good point when your business has like uh 80% of it is one client. You kind of don't have a business. You're a consultant. Exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You need to watch. Like if, if, if any clients above 10% of your revenue and they leave, like even if you have five clients at 20% and one hires internally and one goes out of business, you're going to see the biggest cut in the day. Yeah. So you got to watch that metric. We, we were this is about, our latest yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. We were literally talking about that earlier this week. Right. And I, I followed this copywriter um, his website is honeycopy.com. is It's amazing. The emails that this guy sends are the best emails I've I've it? ever read. Um, his name is Honeycopy. Yeah, honeycopy.com. That's cool. a website. He his yeah. name it's is good. is Cole. I don't I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> his last name, but man, his emails are incredible. They're sweet like, like honey. I, yeah, yeah, they're honey sweet copy. like honey. Absolutely. <laughs> I literally like <laughs> hoard them towards the weekend and really? in the weekend I just like sit down and read all his emails. Yeah. And then and try to copy them. <laughs> I try to learn, you know. Model. Try to model. Yeah, yeah. model. Um, but the thing is he was talking about that, that he's saying, you know, he had a very hard time once because he had a, a few clients that were like 40% of his business and all of a sudden they were gone and he was like, whoa. And that was one of the hardest lessons he had to, to learn, which was don't have any client be more like 10% So there's a simple solution for that one. Cause we, we've been in that place too. We had a client come on board and increase revenue about 50%. Since they were making a dollar for many years, we made a dollar 50, but I just stuck it off to the side. And if you're in that scenario, you have a job to do, which is get that ratio down. So if you have a client that's 33% of your business, your job is to go get more clients, yeah. like keep them, maybe go get five more like that and like, like quadruple your business. But yeah, that's an important mm -hmm. ratio, man. Dude, yeah. It really and it, happens. And again, back to simplicity. It's like you have one job, go get them, right? And sometimes yeah. we, we end up like overcomplicating everything. And I think, you know, internally for me, that has been one of the things we've been lowering for the last, you know, we started with one client and then two clients and then three. And, you know, uh, to the point that I think right now, as I was like doing the math in my head, I think we're like at, at right at 10% uh, of that, great. which is awesome, right? But yeah, at the same mm -hmm. time, it's like, man, like same thing. Like what we do really 
is is saving time on that content creation but anybody can do it right yeah. like with the correct tools the correct people right we're just yeah. that team that plugs in um it could happen any day right and that to me internally that's the thing so you know that's where taking action be like okay who can we go out and help us design this thing not that we can't do it because we've been doing it but it's like more effectively predictably this is awesome I lo- i'm loving this conversation yeah. Man. I, yeah. I, I, I do want to transition here a little bit because we've yes. been working on the you know the the eight-hour work week type of <laughs> Dude, side of things. Dude, that's a dream. Right? Having control of your time is amazing. Ooh, oh, no, I mean, it really is. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Rub, rub it on our face. It's fine. Hey, that that <laughs> that's is good. the idea. That, the yeah, idea that's for, good. You're here, you know, to inspire other yeah. people. And like you said, you know, inspire to get their full potential. And that's the side I want to I want to go transition a little bit because in the calls that we've had for you, you're extremely you know, passionate about helping young entrepreneurs. Heck yeah. And I'm guessing, you know, people. you see them, you you relate to them because you've been in their shoes mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't want you to have to go t- through all the struggles that I've been to and, you know, like have the best possible life. So I'm curious, like where does that passion came from exactly? And what's your goal, your, your, even your, you know, what are your ideas on that, your beliefs around all that topic? Yeah, so my mindset really is everything. I, I meet so many people out and about that, that get the Sunday scaries or just hate their job and they don't do anything about mm-hmm. it, right? Like all problems in life are really solvable. Like even sickness, you're either going to mm-hmm. die, you're going to get better, or you're going to learn how to manage the pain. So <laughs> nothing like stays stuck, right? You never step into the same river twice. Mm-hmm. The sky never looks exactly the same, but... We get these places and we get really stuck and it gets sad because as you increase in decades and age, like your thinking gets kind of burned in and wired in. And Mm as entrepreneurs, I I, I think it's our job. Not only, you know, do we want control of our time and energy and to build cool things, but we can apply that in all areas of our life and relationships and work Mm. and in play. So for us, not only do we like to work together, but our creative director is a couple hours away in beautiful Ocala, Florida. It's like Horse Hills. There's lots of art there and stuff like that. So we've not only tried to work hard, but also have a good time playing and have a good time living. Like even this right now doesn't feel like work at all. It's fun. I'm going to leave it pumped up. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I don't think I answered the question if there was one, but I, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm I, after a bigger dream than just like work, 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 work. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Work's a means to an end, people. You mm. got a wheel of life. You have spirituality, you have family, you have friends, relationships, yeah. your, your physical health. So don't get so hung up on this pie to the detriment of the rest of them. So you, you mentioned something really, really key there, right? Like you're like, I'm working towards something bigger, right? And don't focus just on work, work, work. But the work is a vehicle, right? So how do you, how do you go from that state to then just overall? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's balance, right? So well, I'll just give you how I, I do it. So I, I'm a highly spiritual person. Spiritual mm. has a lot of meanings, but basically I like to get in touch. We really have the answers inside of us. Yeah. And we run around just like mm. looking for answers or trying to get reflected back to, which feels good. But I don't know that morning routine of reading, of settling the mind. I love to journal. I like love to read kind of daily readers, like say I'm into stoicism now or yeah. the artist way or things like that. And I, I just try to get in a good mind space and then, you know, get into the day. And that gives me good energy for that. I try to eat clean. I try to stay yeah. moving. 
You know, I live by the beach. It could be as simple as a bike ride at the, the, the corner. I love to surf. There's been a lot of surf and fall lately. So I find that, yeah, let's go after business hard, and we all know how to do that. But, yeah. you know, look at the relationships that your life. Look at how you feel every day. Because ultimately, don't we want to feel a certain way every day? Yeah. yeah. Don't we want to wake up with a smile, whether it's Monday or Saturday or the holidays, and just, like, feel a bit inspired for life yeah, and, and feel that, you know, um, contagiousness. So that's what we've really tried to build out on our team and culture. And one of the ways we did that is this. We'll practically – no one on our team works 40 hours a week. So Perfect. people generally work like 28 to 35 hours a week. And on purpose, we pay them hourly. I mean, they work for Create Studios, but that was one way we did it. So people did their own math and their own thing. They're like, oh, my God, why don't you have people working 40 hours a week? Well, I'm like, if I have two people that are really good, that are fully committed and want 20, to work 25 hours a week, yeah. as soon as we have more work, I'll go get another one. So that's just a, an example of how we put a little more margin in the day to day. Because guess yeah. what? We could do a bajillion websites. There's no end to them. So why not just do 30 hours of them a week and have a couple more people around and, you know, <laughs> yeah. grinding someone to the bone for 60 hours a week to what end in mind? Yeah. 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 So. I, I, I love it, you know, and I personally feel I've been going through some self-discovery process lately, right? Like, especially this last year, um, mm -hmm. trying to, like, get in touch with that spirituality, like, reading more books. Like, right now, I'm, li I'm reading A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, mm -hmm. um, right? And... It has been very exciting, right, to be able to see, you know, like work as that vehicle. But at the same time, it's like I got to be happy with myself and what I'm doing yeah. to fully enjoy work as well. Like, I don't want to wake up miserable, be like, oh, I have to go to work. No, I want to work. I want to wake up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as excited as I wake up on Saturday and Sundays. Right. Yeah. Um, and and that, I've been finding that lady. Right. Like, I love yeah. this. I love these conversations that we get to have with people building their relationships. And I love what you're saying about kind of like the hours because and it, and it has been proven scientifically too. you said when you were in the corporate world, you would spend eight hours, nine hours in the office and you're like, why am I, I here? I do my job in four out. hours. And exactly. Most people honestly go look at the math. They get about five hours of work work in. Yeah. So that's a fact. And if you really exactly. want to grind for a few years, there's exceptions. Go do that. But watch it out over the long haul because once you establish those patterns, kind of like eating unhealthy or drinking too much alcohol, once you're a couple years in, they're hard to change. So I'm, I'm not about, like, if you want to go hit it, hard hit it. But at some point, you know, you get stuck. Yeah, you get you to look out. inside for out. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, like, we through some conversations we've had in the podcast, we've determined that, like, well, I mean, we, we, we haven't determined, but we have kind of, like, discovered that people don't know what they don't know, right? And you can call it awareness. Right. So yeah. how do they come into, you know, how do how do they become aware of this spirituality side where they kind of like understand kind of like their why? Yeah. Like what really drives them? I mean, it doesn't matter what content you consume. So I get really inspired by Tim Ferriss. Mm. I love this book, yeah. uh, The War of Arts. By Stephen Pressfield. Oh, I love it. The War of Art is the jam. The resistance. But uh, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just go find a book that inspires you. Go find a podcast that inspires you. Go get coaching. Yeah. I personally like Commit Action. CommitAction.com super affordable. It keeps you focused. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you some good momentum. And then surround yourself with like-minded people. I live here at Jack's Beach. A lot of people like to go out and drink and do other crazy things. And it's really low vibration. 
I love me some alcohol, but going out three nights a week and kind of waking up slightly hungover is not going to increase my vibration. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of pick, I love to go out. I love yeah. to party, but I kind of pick like what I do and who I do it with. Like you yeah. guys have elevated my day. I was actually out shooting pool last night. I got kind of <laughs> tired and faded. Yeah. I was like, all right, that was enough for this week. If I do that three more times, it's going to like it's drag gonna in every day. So <laughs> like A, pick any kind of book thing that inspires you. Pick a morning yeah. time, pick an evening time. And then B, dude, surround yourself with like-minded people, man. Don't, don't listen to that person. Person that complains about their freaking job every Sunday for seven weeks, just just tell them eventually to stop it. Yeah. Just be like, it's it's three o'clock Sunday, just stop it. Like, <laughs> either need to do something about it or like go talk to the wall, right? Yeah. So watch what you're putting into your mind, what mm, you're putting in your yeah. body, and who you're surrounding yourself with, right? Because the things we look at are the things we think about. Yeah. So if you're reading good stuff, if you're listening to good stuff, if you're eating clean fuel, if you're having fun strategically, not at the detriment of other stuff, guess what? You're gonna feel pretty elevated every day. You really will. I love it. You know, kind of the the control your input and then yeah. that way you you get to control your output and for example lately i'm sure everybody has experienced this with the news going crazy right mm -hmm. like that if, if you have the news turned on all day long can i if, jump in there oh absolutely i made a decision in december 2018 to not look at the news Because every time I, I was on my phone in the bathroom or the doctor's room waiting or wherever, and I literally have it. And you're like, well, how do you get the news? I'm like, I have other people tell me. And when it's really important, like Australia is burning down, I Google Australia exactly. burning down. So you're totally right. Like the news yeah. is an easy one. Or what about that family member in your life or that toxic relationship yeah. that just drains you to no end? Stop that stuff. Get yeah. out. Absolutely. Stop the suffering. You know, I, I feel like, and, and we lived it in the last like two, three years too, has been... How do you how do you get it out of that? Because like I feel like the general environment right right now could be where it's like there's people that are stuck in their routine. That's the way it is, right? And for us, because we've since very little, we've been like okay on an entrepreneurial mindset, right? We always wanted to do something different. Like for us at the beginning was soccer, very different to everybody else, right? Uh, we got the opportunity to go play in Europe. That's why we're here in the states, right? After that was like, how do we create something different? So our mindset has always been, I feel like different to the environment that we were sitting at, and uh, but we had at least I had this contradiction because I was like, man, I'm the only one thinking this way when my coworkers think this other way, right? So. But then I was like, okay, let me just follow that thought. Let me just follow that. And let me, let me listen to the content, like the podcasts that inspire me, the books that inspire me. Right. Do you think anybody like, how do they find it? How do they click for us was a, 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 an experience. Like we, I was going through a bad time. I wasn't enjoying my job. Right. Like it was like, I needed a change because of a negative experience. Do everybody have to go through a negative experience? To go Absolutely. make this decision. Pain is the only thing that makes us change. Mm. And what's funny is we all like sunrises, right? But we hate the nighttime. <laughs> and if you took away the nighttime, we wouldn't even have this idea of, yeah. uh, of pain. So mm. if you really struggle with, with not dealing with pain, well, you need to look up stoicism. Ryan yep. Holiday. Yes. I like the 366, you know, daily reader. He put a day in for leap day. So yeah. 365. <laughs> but yeah, um, pain's a driver. I mean, when, I'm, when life is really good and I'm on vacation, I can't say I learned too much. I learned that I may be proud of what I did, or I may learn that I really like this restaurant, or I may learn that this is a really nice beach. But, you know, when that COVID thing came and it, yeah. it took away your business, like you had to take radical action. So first you just got massively swept over by fear. Mm -hmm. But once you kind of calm your nerves, because the fear comes from like walking in the jungle and there really is a tiger, yeah. but your bank account's not going to kill you. You could go get a job. So once you realize that it's just fear, 
in that just like there's cloudy days and sunny days and you kind of like let that pass through and maybe journal it out, talk to someone mm. who you trust and just get it outside of you instead yeah. of like it's consuming you. And then be like, man, this is a real problem. Like, like yeah. make decisions and stick to them. And I think in relationships or in jobs or different things, we think we owe people something. But if you're in a toxic uh, job environment or relationship, you're hurting everyone. Absolutely. You're hurting each other. Uh, the people that you, you're hurting the, the cashier at the grocery checkout because you're like in a bad mood <laughs> and like you don't bring a good vibe. So like, we, I don't know. We just feel like we're indebted and owe people something. But I don't yeah. know. I, I just take action. Yeah. yeah, don't look back. Have you had you, have you had to have like hard conversations maybe with like your relationships like personally? Because I, I could totally see it with some family members and friends where which we have right. And uh, at first it's been like uphill, but then but then it gets better, right? Have have you had to have that with coworkers with like sure. people closer to you? How do you handle Tony those conversations? Tony Robbins said it best. Tony Robbins said, "Love your family, choose your friends." <laughs> So I want to be respectful of my parents. There's behaviors I yeah. do and things I do and the way I live. My parents don't like it. And I used to run in with it, right? Yeah. And I'd just be like, Mom and Dad, I'm doing this. And, and they're like, you're crazy. And they're like worried. They're just scared. People just get scared. And yeah. I realized that for people that are always going to be around, right, because blood's thicker than water, you just got to love on them. And love might be not bringing up that subject with the parents. Or love might be like, you know what? I used to text every day, but now I'm going to go every other day. And if they ask, just say, hey, man, I love you. I've just been kind of busy. How are you doing today? And just get a little space in there and just be gracious, yeah. right? Yeah, because yeah, people, you know, some things you, you can't get rid of, like traffic's going to be there every day or like, yeah. I don't want to get rid of my parents, you know, <laughs> as, as loving or as difficult yeah. as they've been sometimes. So I think being gentle there is the key. But for other stuff, Like, if it's a, a job, worker relationship, they kind of don't really care about you. If you mm. left, they'd go find someone else. So just deal with it. Yeah. And, yeah, be respectful. Put in your two weeks. You know, don't cuss someone out on the way out the door. Like, you know, do common courtesies, but take yeah. action, right? Yeah. Get your LinkedIn out. You get another job going. Then sit down with your boss and you'd be like, hey, man, this might come as a blind side to you, but, you know, I honestly didn't feel that comfortable talking to you. And then they'll start yelling at you, which is why you <laughs> felt comfortable. And just be like, here's my two weeks. And if yeah. they're like, get out of the door now, well, you just justified everything that was going on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Peace. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Thank uh, you. With that, I definitely noticed yeah. co the, the importance of communication, right? Clear and honest communication. Um, it, it's key also for that inner state, right? Because we tend... Yeah. I, I am a victim of this. Um, I'm working on it, but I I used to keep a lot of stuff just for myself, right? And then just like let it play out and be like, okay, cool, everything is back to normal. And I'm trying like, no, I want to be more more honest. I want to say the the things that I'm feeling, right? And one of the things I, I just finished reading, becoming superhuman from Joe Dispenza, and he talks that we live in this mental state where we're just remembering the past. And we naturally, like automatically, we just get into the flow. Mm. And it's like we're just feeding those past emotions, right? And we're, it's like we're living in the past when we need to live in the future, right? In the future in the sense of do I want to better this relationship? How do I envision it feels like, right? Let me live those emotions because that's what I'm going to attract. If I'm constantly thinking on the problems that I haven't put into, you know, into a voice and express them and talk them out, If I just keep yeah. living them, I'm going to keep living in pain, in fear, you know, or all these negative feelings, right? So how do you, I, I think in part, that's why I love your practice that you said you journal, you like like this time to yourself and to reflect. And I'm curious, you know, how does that plays out in the role of helping these younger entrepreneurs? Do you see them doing it? Uh, is this something that they, that 
you're inspired, you like you know, like you want them to start doing. You're trying to teach them and light them. I don't know what is the yeah. The, the I, right I word. honestly do one thing. I do this for myself as well. We get these big ideas, right? Like I, yeah. I want to launch a co-work space. Big idea, COVID times, real estate, never done any of that, and I'm overwhelmed, right? And so yeah. for years, I had this idea of a co-work space, and mm. one of my super young millennial workers, I think she's Gen Z. She was 22 at the time. She's 24 now, and uh, she was like, "Dude," she's like, "I was like, what's up?" And she's like, "Just, just throw an event." You don't need a space. Just gather these millennials together. We got all these cool like bars and spaces in Jacksonville that you can yeah. rent. I was like, "What do you mean? I want a co-work space." She's like, "Well, you don't got a million dollars in the beach." <laughs> so literally, we launched an event. We did that 16 personalities, INFJ, NTP personality thing. Yeah. We got 20 entrepreneurs together. One of our team members worked at this awesome craft pizza shop. So we got in this super good pizza. We rented out this room. And all of a sudden, there was like 20 youngins in front of me. We all wow. took the personality test and we went after it. So that's an example of taking a really big idea and taking yeah. a baby step. So in a relationship, we okay, here's what it is. We all know what the next step is inside of us, right? Yeah. So pick that biggest problem in your life. Like if it's like, man, my parents are just draining my energy. Well, what's a loving way to get a little distance from them you know let them know that you're still okay and and it might just be changing the text patterns or how much time you spend there moving out and yeah. focus on that step until you yeah. do it because the problem with the parents in my life and my mom and dad telling me that's that's a big one that's never going to go away but yeah. if you're like man what would get a little immediate space there and do that you'll get a little freedom and it's yeah. self-reinforcing because as soon yeah. as we get a little margin from a problem like, as soon as you freaked out about the finances, but you got a little plan on paper, you could breathe a little bit. Yeah. But mm. so, baby steps. That's yeah. why I'll end with baby wait, steps. Wait. Just take a baby step. Do the smallest thing. Go go just do something that takes an hour. Put a timer on for an hour and do something, Jeff, towards that cohort thing, which yeah. is like, I think I'm going to teach people about discovering their self through 16personalities.com. Mm. Boom. And next thing Love you know, it. two months later, we had an event. I still wow. don't have a cohort space. <laughs> so, like, if I was still on that dream, like, but it's just exactly. an idea. But it's that yeah. one step. Fun, I mean, we decided to move step. countries fun. to get away from our parents. But no, I'm kidding, fun, I'm kidding. Fun fact, fun fact. And I think I mentioned I actually mentioned this to you the other day when we saw each other at the coffee shop. We wanted to open up one day. We were like, dude, what if we open a co-working space uh at the Best Buy that was by the town center that they closed down and it uh, was this huge. was like completely dream dream yeah, mode. This was dream mode <laughs> for sure. The biggest space possible. Literally. I, I know and we're like second level but, and you know these like shoots and Google style wait, offices wait, wait, wait. co-working like But yeah, my, yeah, my idea was yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. I mean the money was tough. But we're like let, let's get, let, let's get some it. some some capital here, right? Let's get some <laughs> some investors. But the idea was to have inside that co-working space like this like meditation for it. So like it was not just a workspace, right? It was a place that people were looking forward to go to, you know, connect with others, look inside of them if they have to, right? Like more than just like a working space. And I feel that's what you're talking about, right? And again, yes, it takes a lot of money. Who knows? Maybe one day, one day we'll do it. <laughs> start smaller. Exactly. But we got we to gotta start smaller. So thank you for those, you know, yeah. that those action points. Right I, and I think, you know, relating it to, to our, like more direct to the audience and content, right? Like, you know, your big dream is this real estate, community. your big dream, community yeah. kind of deal, right? For us too, like we, we have the Mass Life project that, that is sitting there that we this is the same thing like massive community directed to South American Hispanic market right but at the same time with people when trying to deal with their content they see like these massive machines of like 
a bunch of pieces out, for example, right? And that's when we started and we couldn't do it. That What was our daily baby step? Was the minimal viable content, right? Do our daily Facebook Live. Yeah. That's it. And then that created that momentum, the relationships, and now we have this incredible machine that creates about 100 pieces every single week, right? For us internally, plus whatever client. But that's like bringing it into to what we do. Same with entrepreneurship, right? Like you see the big thing, what is the baby step that I need to yeah. take to create that momentum, right? And a lot of times it's problem driven. So it's an action item. People could literally, you know, pause wherever they're at in their car and they need to identify that thing that's just eating their lunch in life. It could yeah. be a business problem, a relationship problem. It could be they need to get their health in check and yeah. literally mm-hmm. think deeply about it because we have the answers inside and take that baby step. And when you take the baby step, like stick with it. So if the baby step was, I'm not going to go out and get, get trashed for the next four weeks. Well, then don't do it. Yeah. And if you mess up, like at least you went from five times a week to one. But I would say to anyone, your next step is to get yeah. quiet, identify that thing, and and, and, and and identify the baby step and just do it. And yeah. you get immediate results. Absolutely. Why, why are we so afraid of getting quiet? Because, I mean, we, we live... <laughs> it's scary, we, actually. Yeah, we, I get scared myself all the time. Yeah, we, we live in a, in an age of noise, right? Like, uh, And the other day I was... I was walking, you know, we have like this trail back here and I was walking doing some thinking and I actually put something here in my draft. I don't know if I can read it, but I put the state of the conscious mind, right? And I I was thinking, I was like, there's like these three states that I live in, which is implementation where I'm like trying to do something, right? I'm just like going through processes inside. Then consumption where I'm just staring at something and like just taking in information and then creation when I'm trying to formulate something totally new those are like the three that i've thought about but that i will say there's a fourth one which is peace like inner peace maybe like sit down and try to listen to your own consciousness right like but that's probably what people does the least and i think maybe that's the most beneficial one because like you said like you're gonna have the answers like you i I do believe you have the answers inside of you you're born to do something here and you're born to 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 give to others and when you get that throughput going and finding that thing that really moves you and and putting that out you get this flow going through you that's like it comes from within but it's almost like it was why you were born here like the 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 acorn of the oak tree was designed to be an oak you know so Mm -hmm. we all have like this certain form so so why why that fear of people of sitting down with themselves and listening to Themselves. But Luis, I got I got an answer for that. It is scary, and at times I can't sit down by myself. I yeah. uh, got divorced a year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. I was married for seventeen years, right? So wow. almost two effing decades. Yeah. And I have four children, and we did good with money. We did good as parents, but we grew apart, and mm-hmm. it was the most tragic time of my life. And I I I'd never really experienced tragedy before. Honestly, my grandparents mm-hmm. died, but they were older, and it was a little sad, and I I couldn't mm-hmm. sit alone. So maybe, you know, if it is really scary and you don't even know how to switch jobs or something, you got a friend that really cares. You know, yeah. you yeah. got that friend that'll listen. You got that family member that's there for you. You need to give them a little context. And you'd be like, man, I'm going to come from the heart here. This is like, I'm, I'm a little nervous to even share this with you, but like I'm stuck in this part of my life or this thing's just tearing me up and have someone share the space with you. Yeah, and then too. they'll be real gentle. If anybody comes to you that you know and asks for heartfelt help, do you not just drop everything and pause and listen? Yeah. Right? So if you're yeah. afraid to sit alone, do it with someone else. I, lo- I love that of get support, right? And for, for sure. example, when I look at look back at our business, like I'm extremely grateful that I have my brother, mm-hmm. right? Because at first when he was b- busy, you know, with his full-time job and it was like mainly me, I was just, I didn't, I have no idea what I was doing, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what am I going to do next, right? Like, let me grab a camera and learn how to film. And he definitely brought like, a huge balance to to the the table 
but I'm curious now because you mentioned The War of Art, right, by Stephen oh, Pressfield. And he yeah. talks about resistance in that book, right? And, and it is more from a point of creating where you're about to create your craft and do the work, right? That we face that resistance that it tells us, nah, I don't want to do it, but we have to sit down and push through, right? So now I'm relating this to what we we're talking about, like sitting with yourself mm -hmm. and listening to yourself. Do you think that fear maybe is part of that resistance as well, right? That resistance of finding yeah. a breakthrough moment for yourself. Absolutely. So, so I mean, okay, so think of a seed that becomes a rose, right? How many seeds died? How many seeds didn't even become seeds? Like, there's to, in order for life to create, in order for the rocket ship to get out of the atmosphere, it's those giant tanks are just to break through the Earth's atmosphere and gravity. Yeah. Once the spaceship gets into the, the out of the atmosphere, it goes like 20,000 miles an hour. Like, you could yeah. flick it and it just go to Mars. So, you, you really do. You gotta, like, any kind of creative endeavor, any kind of self-improvement, any kind of venture, any kind of giving someone love or having a hard conversation yeah. is hit with resistance. So, mm. I just think that's part of life, but yeah. uh, I find the reward is so great when I actually do something about it. Because once again, mm. back to that person who gets on week seven, they're, they're, they're whining about work. It's Sunday at 3 p.m. I'm just like, stop it. You're killing everybody's vibe, right? So yeah. to me, the opportunity costs, like, like the pain I have to go through for what I get, it's, you just got to do it. I love it. Nothing comes easy, man. Like, yeah. do you think building the iPhone was easy? It's easy <laughs> to copy it now. All the phones are the same. But, like, yeah. people, remember when they made fun of the iPad? They, mm -hmm. they said the iPad was a big iPhone. Yeah. Look at what you're using. Absolutely. I know. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to, I don't know. But I think that's back to doing, just finding really why you're here on Earth or what really moves you and just, like, going and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love I, it. I think that first step is by far probably the hardest one, right? Like that first, like, yeah. I, and I feel like people might overthink the, the length of that first step because they're like, oh man, I gotta just like, the jump. cliff is over there. I gotta jump. And, but it's like, no oh, man, just one little one, take action, right? Like take it in and then take the other action. Start building that momentum. Start building that momentum, which, yeah. you know, when we understood it, like in the wrong way, because we kind of had to, right? We're like, we, we were like trying to jump and like fell through the cliff and jump again and fell through the cliff. And we we're not learning. We we're like just being stupid. And we we're like, man, like what? Like, okay. It took that big moment to where, oh man, this is crap time. We gotta, you know, what is the next step? Like yeah. for, for us was the minimum viable content, just like just one little video that yeah. made that traction for us as a business. Like you got to find in w what helps you in your, in your own business. And there's right? a great, because some people may be, well, I don't have a practice of self-discovery, this, that, and other Simon Sinek, famous for talking about millennials, Simon Sinek wrote yeah. start with why. And it's all about that. And he's got a guide. And he's got a way to get with someone else and have this discussion with someone that doesn't know you that well. So, yeah. you know, if you're out there and you're like 19, like 23, or maybe you're 32 and you're just like, I'm, I've lived a decade of work <laughs> and I'm just dead. Like, yeah. dude, go get some resources and stick yeah. to them and start with wise, a great place to start. Cause it'll yeah. kind of guide you. Like, what were you really good at? Yeah. You know, and it might've been like, man, you got a finance job when you're a creative. Yeah. And, and, and you built this nut and this and went after money and got a house and got married and did all this stuff. And, You, know, you just kind of did it because you were told to, and it didn't make you happy. So yeah. you kind of got to slow down and peel back and go like, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, what got me excited? Or when was the last mm. time I just lost track of time? I was so immersed in something. And, yeah. you know, and when you get those answers, you can be like, okay, so I can't quit my job. But on the weekends or the evenings, I can do this. And I think the answers will come. Once again, it's not as hard as you think. And, yeah. you know, if you're like me and you're listening and got this far in the podcast, then you're one of those people. And there's hope for you. Yeah, you let's go. 
different this this next <laughs> seven days from now. Yeah. yeah, man, that's so awesome, man. Dude, thank you so much for for yeah. sharing all your stories. Qu- question, selfish question here for me. <laughs> when is the next event? Because I want to participate. I want to go and be in one. You know of what I do, guys? This is disgustingly good. <laughs> I'm so excited. So I uh, I'll keep it short. So I we almost signed on a lease right before COVID in Jacksonville Beach, and uh, by happenstance, we weren't going to make enough money. So in February, we're like gonna sign on a lease and turned it down. Well, guess what happened in March? Boom. Yeah. So I, I would have been yeah. in a much more different, stressful <laughs> state right now. So real estate's off the table. Uh, in, in my goal this March, uh, I'm going to launch the Converge House. So Converge is what I call this movement for millennial yeah. entrepreneurs. And I'm renting a freaking Airbnb for like a month. Ooh, and nice. I'm going to curate six to eight entrepreneurs from all over America. And they're going to come and they're going to work on one wildly important goal for their business. So they're going to come and have day-to-day work, work at the house, work at the coffee shops, do their normal. But then we're going to add another layer, like one wildly important goal, one wildly important thing they can get done in 30 days and then more than that as soon as work's done we're gonna go paddleboard we're gonna go surfing Ooh. we're gonna enjoy some nightlife and go out but we're all gonna do it in a really like elevated and clean way so the converge house is my next thing yeah so doing some mentoring programs you can go to weconverge.io that's awesome. weconverge.io and i did a 90-day mentoring program it went really well gonna do that again but i'm gonna fly in six entrepreneurs getting a pony up a little money just to cover all this none of this airbnb and yeah. we're gonna have a grand old time and guess how i'm gonna feel after that 30 days Recharge amazing. Next yeah. time, and man, have to buy a house, right? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so oh, it won't work so out exactly like that, but it's gonna it's gonna happen in some way, shape, or form. I love it, man. This is so exciting. So, this so if if we have listeners and and people watching us right now that are interested in in this, they go to converge we we Yep, and they can also check out my personal site because I'm real into philosophy and like free thinking and open mindedness. Yeah. So that is jeffvin.com. Then V is in victory, V-E-N-N, like the Venn diagram. Yeah. Circle, so jeffvenn.com. You can find out about my agency, find out about Converge, and eventually I want to run retreats and just help people have breakthroughs. And well, blah, blah, blah. I'm That's sure, like, I mean, now you have two Hispanic brothers here, and we're definitely going to, like, come back and and revisit this for Mass Life, dude. Like, that's like the secret like dream project that, that yeah, we have going sure. on uh, since I was probably like 15, you know, 15 years ago. Crazy uh, how time flies. But uh, yeah, this is awesome, man. I, I think we, yeah, we have a lot in yeah. common and, you know, Goodness. thank you, so man. the audience has an action on them. They got to guys sit down and figure out what's eating their lunch and do something about it. A little baby step, right? Well, the baby yeah. step is the first, is the Mass Life show. So, uh, right. which is, you know, in, it, uh, clearly in our avenue of content yeah. stuff so uh, <laughs> well go. we're working on yeah. two two other shows and that's the first baby step is start developing those relationships yeah. those frameworks those things that we want to you know teach and talking uh, about thoughts. action steps right what would be an action an action step that you would leave people with that listen to today's podcast whether that is to find themselves internally or manage you know an eight-hour work week <laughs> no i got one for him so journaling is awesome so i encourage somebody who hasn't journaled Three times a week for two weeks, just sit down and freeform journal. I don't care if you type it, you can write it, but three times per week for two weeks, 20 minutes. Just mm. sit down, wake up, be like, uh, I didn't make coffee this morning. I'm out of creamer. I got 22 things to do on my list today, but then get into the good stuff. And if you mm. just sit down, that's the artist's way by Julia Cameron, the artist's way. But if you just sit down and journal for 20 minutes, three times a week and do that for two weeks, you will be amazed at what's inside you, Luis, yeah. right? And it's not as scary as you think because those demons already haunt you. You I just need to name them and get them out. That's right. Do, <laughs> yeah. question. do, you, do you journal? 
In the computer, in paper? I've done both. So I like, I'm a digital guy, so I got the iPad pencil, and it's slow, but they say when you write, it forces you to slow down. Yeah. Uh, and you get more out of it. So I've done both, but honestly, I, I mainly type, but uh, I'll literally do three, seven, eight hundred words a day, but it's just wow. free form. But yeah. every now and then I'm inspired. Like this Converge House thing, it yeah. was just an idea three weeks ago, and now I'm like putting an outline around it, so that might come out, or... You know, every now and then life gets tired and hard and problems. I'm just drained. And I'll just be like, dude, Getting I am down, so yeah. tired. Been tired for three days. Haven't been working out. Freaking <laughs> pants don't fit right. It's just like <laughs> someone me about something. But guess what? I feel a little better when I'm done because it's on paper and it's just the problem. It, you like, just got it so out. In other yeah, words, yeah. three times a week, 20 minutes free form. Either write it down, get on your iPad, your laptop, all distractions off. Get up a little earlier. You got this. I guarantee you in 14 days, Ooh. you'll discover something that's inside there that's ready to birth. Yeah, I, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you I, so much. I, th- I think for us, it was like the 45 light was part of like our... Or journaling. Uh, or journaling to the yeah, world, but I think more, obviously this is this is more like internal for for us. Yeah, yeah. For you. Yes, you I love have it. People read these things. Yeah, absolutely. Right, for you. Yeah, love yeah. it. That's Dude, good. And that's so uh, awesome. Jet, we we kind of heard you're about to embark in publishing, and you you're in a quest to get into other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing still or? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So if we have listeners that have shows, please let us know. We're happy to connect you yeah. with, with them. entrepreneurship, really big into women's equality. Awesome. Love it. Just uh, taking a backseat to Western patriarchal like society. It's yes. been going on too long. So yeah. absolutely. Love all those topics. Awesome. Man. What, uh, what would you say is a, uh, is a big benefit of publishing? Well, guys, it's, I mean, It's that collaboration. A lot of times, just just getting out and what makes the human species supersede. Like, if birds Mm. were smart, they would live in bird condos, right? (laughs) Birds would have got together and be like, we all need to build up an air, and they don't. But we can share ideas and information, and we all have a voice. So Mm. uh, those things are when the scientists, when they get out and they collaborate, they become something bigger and greater, and boom, great things happen. Even like Mm. this conversation today, it's very elevating. (laughs) Thank you, man. Yeah, it means a lot. I, I enjoyed this conversation a lot. It has been Absolutely amazing. Awesome. So where can people find you? WeConverge.io, JeffVen.com. Uh, slide into those DMs. If you, don't forget, if you forget those domains, but just like slide down. It's going to be right there in the description. Just slide down and click it. Connect with Jeff, man. This has been amazing, man. Thank yeah. you so much for coming to the studio. We're, uh, yeah, we're so, so uh, proud of like this conversation was so awesome. I don't know why my computer just died. It was so awesome. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's perfect. I guess it didn't record the last second, <laughs> but we got the second. audio, so it's okay. Yes. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you all did, Yee. don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys.